Hey, I'm Kim and you're listening to Chips and Chapati and today I'm talking about my top tips for dating. Okay, my top tips for dating. I have quite a few, obviously, being a matchmaker. Um, My first biggest one would be, be in action. You can't have a dating life unless you're actually out there trying to date. So unless you're actually putting yourself on apps, uh, unless you're actually going on dates with people that you are talking to on these apps. I know a lot of people that are on apps and we'll swipe and we'll have chit chat for a little while, but don't actually go on dates. And I'm like, well, if you're not actually getting to know people and you're not actually going out there, then how do you know that these people aren't for you? How do you know what it is you're looking for? I think all experiences are a great experience. Even if you go on a date and you have a really bad date, you've learned about what you like and what you don't like. You have learned where your boundaries been. Like I went on a date with a guy once and he got super drunk. And for me, that was a total, like, that was a crappy date. It was silly. He got silly. He got, I don't know, he was slurring his words and it just wasn't a great first date. So for me, I know that when I'm going on a date, I don't want to go to places like bars. I don't want to go places where my date's going to get absolutely shit-faced and I'm going to have to end up driving them home. And that's exactly what happened. So all experiences are great. Even if you have a bad one, you've learned something from it. So take it as it's a great thing. I think my other top tip would be to have an idea of what it is you're looking for. I had a conversation with somebody recently and they said to me that they wanted to talk about dating and, you know, they're looking for somebody and they're single and all of this stuff. So I asked him, well, what are you looking for? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, what are you looking for in a partner? Like, okay, fair enough. You want somebody who you're attracted to. You want somebody that is maybe somewhat educated you want someone that might be live close to you. They're all very superficial things, but what are you looking for in a person? And what really surprised me is he said that he had never thought about it like that. So if we're on these dating apps and we're going on these dates or we're meeting people through friends and family, if we don't have an idea of, a rough idea of who we're looking for, then how do we know, how can we tell people or how can we put on these apps going, yeah, this is what I want? Now, for me personally, and what I would encourage is the way to learn what you want and what you don't want is again, to go on dates, to be in action, to talk to people, to understand that actually this one thing that I thought was a deal breaker actually isn't so bad and I can compromise on it. Or, you know, for me, I never thought drinking would be a big deal. I was like, yeah, you know, everyone likes to drink, it's fine, whatever. Actually, for me, I don't want someone who's going to get shit-faced on dates, especially not at the beginning, not on first date. So I learned about something that I liked and what I didn't like. Another great thing is be clear about your boundaries. So where you have what you want and what you don't want in somebody and you have the key values that you're looking for, be clear about what your boundaries are. So are you okay with somebody that maybe lives in a different city? 
are you okay with somebody who works nine to five or would are you okay with somebody who actually runs their own business and they're going to be busy quite a lot of the time are you okay with somebody who travels a lot or doesn't like traveling at all be clear about what your deal breaker deal breakers are so for me for example one of my very clear boundaries and something that I'm very very certain about is I want somebody that lives in London because that's where I'm from So I want somebody, I love my city, so I'm very passionate about wanting to stay in my city. Now, that's not to say that I meet the love of my life and he lives, I don't know, halfway across the world. I probably will go. But for me, when I'm doing my dating journey and I'm on apps or I'm talking to people or, you know, you have family setting you up or friends setting you up, I'm very clear with them that I'm only looking for somebody that lives in London. Which takes me to my next point, which... I think is a huge one that people miss so much. If you are single and looking to date, tell people that you are single and looking to date. You would be surprised at how many people you probably know that know really good partners for you, know really good potential dates for you, but because you're never open about the fact that you're single and looking, they never think to approach you and say, hey, I have a friend that I'd really like to set you up with. Dating is a very taboo kind of topic. Like, it's not something we just bring up, especially as Brits. We don't just bring it up and say, hey, let's talk about your dating life and what's going on. And I have a friend for you. Let me set you up on a blind date. But if you are open and willing to meet different people, then tell people in your life you're single. Tell them that you're open to going on dates. Tell them that you are willing to meet new people. You're willing to socialise. Dating doesn't just mean you have to date online. Dating means you're going out to network events, you're going out to friends events, you're going to family events, you're going to business things. You are putting yourself out there in situations where you're going to meet different people. You are not going to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright on your doorstep unless you're marrying the postman. So, If you want a dating life and you want a relationship and you want to experience all of these things, you have to go out of your house. And that even means, even if you're online dating, that's all great, but at some point you need to leave your house and go on an actual date. So I think also the other thing I would say is self-development. Like I, if you asked me who I was looking for 10 years ago, it would have been something very different to who I would say I'm looking for now. And that's because I've worked on myself. I have learned about what I like and who I am. I have learned characteristics about me. I have discovered, actually, these are things I really like or really don't like. And I think until we get to know ourselves, how can we expect somebody else to get to know us? How can we say to somebody yes, date me, or yes, be in a relationship with me, if we're very unclear about who we are and what we want. And I think when we think about dating, we always think about other people. We always think it's with the idea of getting to know other people. I think dating is very much about us. It's very much about yourself. Through my dating journey, I discovered so much about me. I discovered not only what I wanted and what I didn't want, I discovered things that were important to me, 
things that actually weren't so important to me, I discovered, you know, I really want a family. I really, really want children. And although, yes, growing up, I always said I wanted kids, it wasn't something I really was very sure about until I was meeting people. And a real key thing for me is if they don't want kids, then there's no point in this relationship because it's something I'm 100% certain about. Also, for example, I am very much business orientated. I want to have my own business. I want to have the freedom of my own business. Now, I want to be with somebody who has a very similar mindset. And I always thought that meant I had to be with somebody who was also a business person. Through dating, I discovered that actually that's not what that means for me. What that means for me is I want someone who has that mindset, who aspires to also have that. Dating is a journey. It's a journey with other people, but it's also very much a journey about yourself. Um, My other top tips for dating would definitely be on actual physical dates, dress your best. You get to make a first impression within the first 30 seconds. Well, really in the first like two to five seconds, but the first 30 seconds is where you make an impression make sure you smile. Like that is the most inviting thing that you could ever do with anybody. Dress to impress, smell good. You'd be very surprised about how many people are attracted to somebody's smell and attracted to how good somebody smells. So if you rock up after the gym and you're all stinky and sweaty and you haven't sprayed your aftershave or perfume, it's a no-no, don't do it. Um, on actual date, put your phone away. I have had so many people that I know who've been on dates with people who have sat there on their phones the entire time. You might be a great person, but somebody is not going to get to know you if you're staring at your phone the whole time. I would say put it away. Also, a very controversial one. When you're going on a date, stick to two alcoholic drinks only. The reason I say that is because, okay, one drink, you're easing off the nerves. Your second drink... You're a little bit merry, feeling a little bit good. It gives you that confidence boost. That's great. Anything more than that is when you start acting a fool and you're no longer the best version of yourself. So the same way you would want someone to come with their best impression is the same way you need to come with your best impression. So stick to two. It's not that hard. It can be done. You know, after your third or fourth, fifth date, then yeah, go get drunk, do what you got to do. But for the first date or the first three dates, only stick to two drinks. Also, be clear about timings on dates. So if you have said that you're meeting somebody at seven o'clock, make sure you're there on time. And when I say on time, I don't mean be there at seven o'clock. I mean, be there like five minutes before because stuff happens. Like you can end up getting stuck in traffic. You could not find parking. Your train could be running late, whatever it might be that contributes to your first impression. So always make sure you're there on time. And secondly, always have an idea of an end time. Now that means that when you're having, so you're having a great date with somebody And that's amazing. If you said your end time is an hour and a half and you want to carry on, then carry on. But if you are on a date with somebody and actually it's not going so great and you don't want to carry on, then you know that hour and a half barrier is a time you're giving yourself to really give this person a chance, but to also 
is your get out card. So you know, like, you know, you're meeting them at seven and by 8.30, actually, it's my time to leave. And you're very certain about that. And I think it's, it's nice enough for them that you've given them that time for them to kind of give you their best impression. But also it's putting in your boundary and actually, this isn't for you. I think date people outside of your type as well and go to different places, like not every day going for dinner. Like dates are great when you actually get to see different sides of someone's personality. So if you normally date your office type and you go for dinner for your next date, why not try date somebody who's creative and go for mini golf or go bowling or go to... I don't know what other dates are. There's loads of things out there. But go to like, do something different. And I think that's also one, making dating life fun. I think when we often think about dating and we think it's dinner, I find the idea of sitting with somebody that I don't know for like an hour and a half, two hours over food, I find that like ridiculous. Like I find that so scary because I'm super clumsy when it comes to food. I have to now have a conversation in between chewing. Like, it's a lot. So I would say dinner dates are your third kind of dates. Uh, First dates, I would say you go for coffee or you go for something very small where if you want to sit there for hours and then talking, then great. But if actually you want to be out of there in an hour and a half, you can also do that. You're not committed to dinner and dessert and after drinks. For a second date, go and do an activity, 100% go and have some fun. That way you get to see a different side of someone's personality. You're not so nervous and you both get to focus on something else other than the date. So my top tips for dating, be yourself, date different types of people and get to know yourself more, make a great first impression Nothing more than two drinks on a date, please. Work on you. The better you know you, the better somebody else can know you. And that's an important thing, not only for dating, but also for lifelong relationships with anyone. Do different things and tell people you are single. If you're single and you're looking, go and tell people that you are single and you are looking. And I promise you, you'll be very surprised by the people that didn't know it or didn't realise you were open to dating. And enjoy, have fun. Dating is supposed to be very, very fun. It's supposed to be a journey and a social part of your social life. So have fun with it. (laughs) 